What is going on, everyone? My name is Daniel Skamalaji, and welcome to I Screen, You Screen for Movies Movie Review. We are officially at the fourth movie we are reviewing for this podcast, and so far, none of them best to last, but this film, The Batman, and what a way to kick off 2022 with this superhero film, this time courtesy of Warner Brothers and DC. It was all on Marvel last year to the movie theaters, and now we're officially getting a DC back to the cinemas once more, and exclusively at a theatrical theater to watch the movie like the Batman. But other than that, we are officially reviewing this film in this episode that I got out seeing this movie two times. Watched it on Thursday night of my birthday, the Thursday night release, and the Friday opening day with my family. Some of my family, I mean. But, um... Yeah, feels great watching a three-hour movie like that in the theaters, and I never got even got bored for some reason. I've seen most of the scenes and throughout the whole film, and like tone is so good that I just never got bored watching this movie like exactly two times. And I think at least for that, watching a film like this for two times or three could be just enough. That's what I would think because it's like a three-hour Batman film, and pretty much it satisfies. A lot of people bringing the good stuff from the from this new Batman version of itself from Matt Reeves. But other that, um, let's go ahead and begin my synopsis for what we're going to be talking about. So here we go. The Batman has become my new favorite Batman film in this series due to the following. Cast performance, atmosphere, and tone along with, with its detective genre. Matt Reeves new direction to its universe, and continuation and spinoffs in the series. Overall, great Batman film, 9.8 out of 10. And before I do elaborate my thoughts as Batman, yes, so a lot of people have been comparing it to The Dark Knight, as it's been told one of the best superhero films ever made, and courtesy of Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy itself that he made. While I do respect and enjoyed a little bit of his Dark Knight movies, which I think, which I did look at the Dark Knight, and only one part I did enjoy was like Christian Bale's Batman, but um, not like I really hate him or I just think his Batman was just a little, nah, wasn't excited to me when I looked at it. But um, the Joker though by Heath Ledger, I'll give him that for sure. That's got to be the most part in the movie that it was so realistic. But this new Batman has something to be better than what I really anticipate for, especially watching this in the big screen way possible to seeing it. So, anyways, let's begin on my first part of this. So, the cast performance in this movie. I thought that this was well done with the cast performance, such as Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravis, Colin Farrell, Andy Sergis. Jeffrey Wright, and Paul Dano. Those are the six casts I'm notoriously noting to be critiquing on right now because they don't seem to be this horrible as I thought. Especially Robert Pattinson. I think he's got the talent and he's got the emotion to play this kind of character in its own way that it's a new version of this Batman that I think people are enjoying and respecting Robert Pattinson nowadays. Ever since his Twilight movies. And he's been to other Hollywood productions. Like these type of um, non-romantic films. That he turns off his charming mode. And he let it all rip. With his 
pure, aggressive acting way of the Robert Pattinson we all know. So, but yeah, um, I did watch his uh, Twilight movies, at least three of them, and I literally loved the Eclipse one. The Eclipse one is like my probably my most favorite one I anticipated for, and I loved it. I got to see a lot of his, his more realistic than like the other ones. The second one, he's been sidelined. The first one, trying to get a little taste of his um pure acting, but the third one, I'd say he's got like more enough to, to and more enough to to actually seeing what he truly has capability of. But with this Batman, he got he let it all rip and turn off his charming, and courtesy of Matt Reeves, who um he had talks with. I think he really understood what this whole Batman premise is really about, and he understands the character by uh, doing it his own way. But uh, yes, Robert Pattinson's actually one of my favorite Batmans nowadays, and if anything, he's actually my number one Batman. My second one has to go with Ben Affleck, and we're gonna get, actually going to see him in The Flash, which I can't wait. Um, and then I gotta see Michael Keaton for sure, and it, but for sure Christian Bale's Batman is not particularly my number one, so I hate to put this out. I'm very sorry, but this is my opinion to me, so I'm not gonna argue anyone back to what they have to say about my opinions on the, these Batmans. But Robert Pattinson put up a show and put on the darkest Batman we all ever witnessed to see in this new version of this film. I loved it. I loved his performance. I loved his anger. I loved his emotion, and I loved everything about his performance it was good enough to say the least but all right moving on um we got zoe kravitz as catwoman now kind of this is my first time watching her performance and i thought she i thought she was pretty fine i thought she was pretty fine to say the least and i think she's done a good job playing as the catwoman and um nothing particularly big but she particularly did the role just right for enough to say the least and i liked her performance out of that so that's pretty nice and um we also got jeffrey wright who plays commissioner gordon and i love the chemistry between him and robert Pattinson, both as batman and um gordon himself but they had a great chemistry throughout the whole film i never thought this would be so cooler and gooder to say the least just like how we compare it to christian bale and gary oldman's characters in the dark knight i'd say um this new one with that is pretty good to me. I like the chemistry between Gordon and, I mean, Jeffrey and Robert him, themselves. Pretty good, actually. And then we also got Andy Sergis, who plays Alfred. I liked a lot of his performance, too. And I particularly like his uh, action since um, his Planet of the Apes movie he's been in. And this is a collaboration. He came back for Matt Reeves doing, playing as Alfred, and I liked it. I liked a lot of his um tone and everything, so it's pretty good. And now, the finishing touch that we're going to go over. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait. Before that, I'm sorry. I forgot Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, I'll say this. A lot of people are really confused. had no idea it's really him who portrays him. Because he had like a lot of makeup to make it look like a distinguished face. And then he also had to wear a fat suit on top of that instead of like gaining weight. I mean, this is pretty better than just like gaining so much weight and just playing the penguin but wearing a fat suit really helps a lot on that and i thought uh his character as the penguin was pretty good and this is very nice to say the least i liked his performance role as the penguin and especially the chase scene in that movie that's pretty much the funnest part of his i liked it it was so fun that he even got um that he even brought his um 
great stuff out of his own pers persona. So that's pretty good. And now, since I pretty much went through everybody, let's go over the notorious part of why I love this Batman so much. Paul Dano. And for those who don't know who Paul Dano is, even for me, this is my first time getting to know him, he plays as the Riddler. I never see such villainy, almost comparing to Heath Ledger, but in a realistic way without taking whatever Heath Ledger has taken to play Joker. But with Paul Dano, he did what he did, and he just play the hell out of the Riddler. Oh my god. I loved every voice, I loved every action, and I loved everything he's done playing this character so unique and crazy. Some people are not going to say that he earns an Oscar, but to me, I think he deserves that Oscar, and I think he really earns that potential. Oh my god. That's my... F like, out of the whole Batman movie, this the Riddler scenes has to be this clever, and they're my favorite. That's why I love this Batman movie so much. The Riddler, played by Paul Dano, was phenomenal. And I can say this right now, he really deserves an Oscar, like I said. So, that's all I pretty much got for the cast performance. This is pretty good for what it is for this Batman. Now, um, let's go over the atmosphere and tone. So, this is like pretty much the darkest Batman movie to date than the uh, Dark Knight trilogy, to me. I thought the, uh, the performances with that makes the tone very darker and the atmosphere of that with the detective genre which we never see in most batman movies is pretty new and pretty unique to the style so this is pretty cool and pretty interesting that matt reese brought this whole tone of that from his own vision of making a superhero film which is his first time he's done it literally his first time he's done it and i liked it i liked what he brought to this batman with the tone and atmosphere and it's very good so um and then, with his direction, of course, I thought this is pretty great, to say the least. And, um, it's, uh, I only watched Warner of the Planet for the Apes, and what I could say is that he brought the same kind of power to this direction of this film is emotion. Like I said, with Robert Pattinson's emotional anger as a new Batman, that's what he brought up to this new version, and I liked it. He brought what he brought and made this tone like that very good to say the least so shouts out to matt reese man he made a wonderful batman just like that and also we are what i also like for the last part of that we probably gonna get some continuation because um for those that don't know the plot of that which no this is not a spoiler particularly but um the film does technically say that this film takes place in the second year of batman's crime fighting ever since he got started so and since then, he's been becoming this persona Batman more of the lot, more than a not throughout the whole film than just being himself as Bruce Wayne. So, um, this is something pretty obvious why it's called the Batman for a reason. Just pretty much of that. So, so I like to, but I love seeing his persona Batman more than just himself as Bruce Wayne. Even though he, yeah, actually, he, I gotta say, his break. Bringing up his Batman persona more than that is just pretty nice. But like with Selena, with with uh, Zoe Kravitz as a uh, Catwoman, she portrays a lot mostly as Selene Kyle than just the Catwoman herself. But that's her persona I ego like that. But she mostly portrays Selena Kyle throughout the whole film with Robert Pattinson as a Batman. So 
But with the Riddler, it's the same thing with the Batman, played by Paul Dano. He mostly portrays a lot of the Riddler than just his own identity. But that's what I uh, like to say the least to say to say that that um this film takes place in second year of Batman's crime fighting, and we might get like probably the first part before the sec, right before the second before right before this movie ever happened, or we're probably to get a third one before the first one. I mean. If I had to say right now, I could probably say they should probably make the first one as a first year of crime fighting so we can understand the uh, origins of how he became the Batman and what made him go through this, even though we all know the story. But if Matt Reeves can somehow bring this thing up to it, it might be pretty good to say the least. But And on top of that, we are officially getting some spinoffs to this um, series. Like I said, this movie is outside of the DC Extended Universe and does not relate to the Dark Knight whatsoever. This is Matt Reeves's new universe batman and it's still owned by dc at its own adaptation so we're gonna get the penguin spinoff we get the gotham spinoff series and probably some more we're probably gonna get catwoman's own stuff too i mean and we might see uh heck we might even see i don't know we might see joker we might see any villains from the D in this batman suit universe but i would love to see any of those if possible and i love to see the series continuing on its continuing on way forward even though there's no sequel hasn't announced yet but um yeah um i also gotta put up some touches to this film too i love the uh the soundtrack is so good michael gia giacchino who composed no way home the spider-man mo movies and he also composed matt reeves movies as well he brought the unit he brought his own version of the batman music to this film and Going with the atmosphere and tone on that, like I brought, previously brought up, was so good. Even the Batman scene was so good, and a lot of that. And then we have the cinematography being this so good. This is by Craig Fazer, or Fazer, I think I should say, who, um, one of the movies I can say he choreographed, even though he uh, cinematographed who filmed the movie was Dune. So in that, in that sense... It's like the atmosphere of the shooting of the film, like Dune. So uh, the Batman has the same atmosphere to um, having the same cinematography by Craig Fazer and does some particularly great shots out of this whole movie, which is so good. So those are the little touches I want to put out why this Batman is like so good and what I loved about it. So um, honestly, uh, I got nothing else to say, but... um. I'm doing this in the middle of the day on Monday. No, no, no. I'm doing this in the early day of the Monday as possible since um, I technically wanted to record this in the weekend after seeing it two times, but I just didn't get around it. But now I'm actually glad to, like, doing this and just see. And mostly I was waiting for the box office results, too. So, um, but in this kind of news, um, the box office was great. It has become the second movie of Warner Bros. in the pandemic since the first it to gross a hundred million dollars and that is pretty good the film made over great expectations and it's pretty damn awesome now particularly i said it wasn't going to make spider-man no way home numbers but i'm glad this movie go into project like i knew the movie will go in projections like this as long as possible into projections but not out of the projections so i kind of have to say this is a success now and i do say it is a uh great kudos to warner bros for Putting this only in theaters, and I said this, that I'm so glad they've done this strategy 
by only putting th these movies in theaters and then 45 days later on HBO Max. Because imagine if this movie is on day and day once again, like the previous movies in last year's, the movie wouldn't make like over 100 or probably make like 70s or 50s, you know, probably in those range that I think it's only possible that the Batman can only make this much if it's on day, day stream. But since theatrical only, a lot of people have no choice to go and see this movie. Oh, and um, a little fishing touch. I want to put this out. The runtime doesn't seem that annoying as I thought. I think it really blends with the whole atmosphere, story, and performances. So I think this three-hour movie was so worth it that I'm not even complaining. Watching a movie like this in the theater over three hours is just good. Haven't even fall asleep, so thank God. If you're all planning to watch this at home, I mean, good luck. It is a three-hour Batman, so um, that's all I got to say, really. But, um... That's it for me, guys. Uh, this is going to do for this review. Um, nothing going on the next weeks except um, the next superhero movie I'm not particularly exciting about because it should have came out like long time ago is Morbius and it doesn't come out till April 1st. So stick or tune, sticking, stay tuned for that. In the meantime, if there's any news or any kind of like movie related news going on on my end that I'm particularly going into. I'll be probably doing some episode topics on going on whatever pops up but um other than that um that is going to be it for this episode thank you all for listening to this review of the batman i had a great time watching this god bless warner bros for putting this out on my birthday week never been so happy and and never experienced such gifts like this even though logan came out around my birthday i never looked up to it because i was looking forward to another movie and when my movie going enthusiasm went down I didn't pay attention to Logan when it came out exactly March 3rd on my birthday in 2017. But I kind of regret that. But the Batman, I have been blessed to say the least. It was a got gift from the gods of Warner Bros. and movie going. God bless it all. Other than that, um, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, um, please go ahead and follow and subscribe. It is available on many platforms available on... I'm going to say those platforms one last time because I keep saying it throughout my episodes, but... There will be a link in my Twitter of the link tree if you guys are able to find it somehow or if you guys are listening to any platform, a specific platform. I uh, If there's any platform you're listening on, it is available on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Breaker, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon Music, CastBox, Newsly, and Good Pods. And don't forget to follow my social media outlets, particularly my TikTok. I have done my... Quick in-depth out of the theater review, and it's been up for the Batman, so I highly recommend you guys follow there if you're interested. See what content I will be posting up from then. My Twitter as well. I'll be tweeting, and my, my Instagram. Not getting around with that too much, but just posting a little and um, checks vibes. But uh, Also, I for those, I want to put this out real quick. For those that are listening to... This show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or Spotify, both either way. I really appreciate you guys if you guys can leave me a quick review and feedback to my show. I haven't gotten any of those just yet, but even though I got seven stars so far from like Apple Podcasts, but I haven't seen one review yet, and Spotify app couldn't even find at least one review or stars I can find. But all I'm asking is for you guys, if you guys are either of those platforms you guys are listening on, I highly appreciate you guys leaving me a review and rate star. That would help me tremendously so I can look into 
what I can fix and what I can like do or how I can feel really feel good about this podcast show I'm doing. Because I really appreciate you guys um, sticking around to my content, especially on Anchor. My Anchor has been building up pretty strong, so I appreciate it. For those who are listening on Anchor, thank you all very much. I really appreciate you all. But yeah, I just love for you guys, if you're interested, to leave me a review on Apple and Spotify. Greatly appreciate it. But other than that, guys, this is going to be it for me. I hope you guys enjoyed this review. So thank you all for listening. Until Morbius, this is Danny Eskamalaji signing out. Wishing you all to stay safe. Have a wonderful day and good nights.